You are listening to the Anna Brandt Podcast for the year 2022. Anna Brandt has been a professional photographer for over 22 years and has taught worldwide in over 32 countries and continues to educate in person and online. My name is Ava Brandt and I am happy to welcome you to the third season of my mom's podcast channel. We hope you subscribe and stick around. Hi, everyone. This is Anna Brandt, and we are in Season 3, Episode 2 of my podcast. The year is 2022, and I'm starting off this year with guests. I'm not sure if I'll continue the entire year with guests. Sometimes you might be stuck with just me. However, I decided, really it was Alex saying that I needed some guests on my channel. And so if you don't know Alex, he's the videographer that has been working with me for the past 10 years, and he is also handling the audio behind my podcast channel. This year, we're going to kick off with a current student of mine for my education program. The topic of the podcast is the power of manifestation and declaration. Those of you may know that I've been a photographer 22 years. I talk about that all the time. In case you don't know anything about me, I'm a busy mom of three, living and working in Orange County, California, born and raised in New York. Of my 22-year career, I've been teaching for over 12 years, and I've taught in 32 countries, and I continue to mentor and teach around the world. I offer one-to-one mentoring, Skype mentoring, group teaching, coaching. I have a four-day baby academy, and I recently kicked off a Train the Trainer certification program. I have two certification programs. One is for photographers that want to make sure that they're covered in best practices for newborn photography, as well as all of the safety measures that are needed for newborn and come to me as a way of certifying their knowledge and overall business that can help them in their career. As part of that program, I've created a Train the Trainer certification program in which I work with photographers that are going to be able to train others using my name and the methods that I teach. I know that I won't be able to teach forever, and I do think about the legacy that I leave behind and the messages that I want to leave behind as I get older in my own career. I do know that I want to pass on the knowledge that I feel I've learned from my own experiences and others that have taught me. And so therefore, one of my missions and goals in life is to continue to help not only educate others that come behind me, but to help them become leaders so that they can continue teaching their own community and hopefully leave a legacy of their own. So I bring you Margarita Rentes, and I don't roll my R's, even though I'm Puerto Rican. I've never been able to roll my R's, and I am not bilingual. People ask me all the time if I'm fluent in Spanish, and the answer is no. Um, If you ask me, do I wish I was fluent in Spanish, the answer would be yes. If you don't know anything about me, I am a Puerto Rican girl. I'm adopted, and I was raised by a bilingual family. My dad is born and raised, my adopted father is born and raised in Argentina. My adopted mother, uh, her father came on the boat from Norway, and she was born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Well, my dad is 88. My mom recently passed away at 86 years of age, and they have been together since they were 25 and 27 years of age. And... um. Being raised by a bilingual family, you would think that I would be bilingual. But for me, it was a little bit different because I wasn't raised with the Puerto Rican culture that 
I not that I should have been raised by, but that most Puerto Ricans are, are any any nationality. Many people are raised in their own cultures and their own language, but many of us are not. Many of us are not raised that way because we're adopted or transplanted. And you know, my case, I went to a public school, then I went to two different private schools, and. I was told to speak English and learn how to speak English. And even though I could speak Spanish and understand Spanish, when I went to grade school, I had to learn how to speak English. When I was in my early teens, my dad had said that I should probably learn how to speak Spanish, but I was too intimidated basically by the different dialects. There were just so many different dialects and I didn't feel like I could understand which dialect I was to follow or to understand. While I can understand a lot of Spanish um, and I can speak, I do not speak nearly as fast as I could in the English language. I wish I could because I would be able to help a whole other audience. But I also think that everything happens for a reason. And I was saying earlier today that I think maybe God had to reel me in a little bit because if I was bilingual, who knows, I'd be all over the place all all the time. With that being said, I do have an interest in helping others who have different languages so that they can also continue to educate and help others in different communities where Spanish is one of the most prevalent languages. And I, I say this for any language. I have students in all over the world in probably every country. Today we went on Instagram Live. What, in a minute, Margarita? We had almost like 30. Almost 30 countries. Almost 30 countries. Yeah. And so I'm sure that these 30 countries would love it if I was speaking Polish, if I was speaking Russian, you know, I'm sure they would Mandarin, they would love it because they would be able to keep up with me. And anyone knows I speak super fast. And so I would love my legacy to be to have a whole group of trainers that speak every language that can take my knowledge and teachings and continue to train the future generations in their own languages. That would be a really cool legacy to leave behind. And I'll just tell you one more thing before I have Margarita introduce herself. But I was laying uh, yesterday, my daughter and I, Olivia, so she's 18, and we go to get this lash lift. Do you know what lash lifts are? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know what they were. <laughs> I curl my eyelashes and then they fall down. I have super straight eyelashes. They're very long, but they're straight. And every time I try to do lash extensions, I cannot pull off eyelashes, okay? I've tried several times and I get out and I'm like, it just doesn't look like me. But if I curl my eyelashes, they fall down. See, I'm digressing, but there's a purpose for this digression. So my daughter over the summer was like, mom, we should do lash lifts. What is lash lift? Well, they curl them and it looks like you've curled them and they last like a month. The only problem is it's a two-hour process Mm. where you can't get on the phone, you can't watch a show, you can't can open listen, your eyes. Can't open your eyes. You can listen to a podcast, but I do it with my daughter. So I'm pretty sure if I said, I'm going to plug in and listen to a podcast, she'd be annoyed. And the, the craziest part is there's only one bed in the salon and we share the same bed. So I'm usually sitting on half of a hip and we're laying down on our back. So picture lives like 5'8", right? My butt's slightly bigger than hers. And we're trying to share this one size bed that's meant for one person. And I'm usually half on my hip and we're laying all over each other for two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. And I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep, Liv. Are you okay with that? And she's like, yeah, I couldn't fall asleep because we kept chatting. She goes, mom, can I tell you I have this idea? This is the night before we started. So Margaret is in here from Florida. She was here for a two-day certification training. She's one of the first two in the world to take it. And we're, we just wrapped day two. So this is Thursday night, nine o'clock at night. Yes. Olivia goes, I was talking to Amanda, her best friend. And we said, I know what your mom, Amanda says to Olivia, I know what your mom should do. 
She goes, cause mom, you can't be squatting, taking newborns forever. You got like, she said, I have another good 10 years. I was, that was nice. I thought I had five years. She's like, no mom, you've got a good 10 years easily of doing newborns. Right. Which I thought was very kind of her. Hopefully I do. She said, but after that, I mean, we're going to be having grandchildren. You're going to be a little busy. Right. And you can't be traveling all over the world and flying everywhere. So what you need to do is you need to have like this global academy where you have all these trainers that you've trained yourself. I'll run it, mom, because I'm super organized and I know the deal and I know how you are. So I'll manage them worldwide. I'll keep everyone organized. I'll keep everyone on task. And it'll be your legacy that you're going to leave behind to your daughters and we'll manage it for you. And she goes, mom, when you're long gone, they'll be like, oh, you're, you're that famous Anna Brandt's daughter. And she'll go, people will say, oh, I used to work with your mom. And, and I'll say, yeah, we're, we're taking care of her legacy. And she went on and on and on for like 20 minutes. That's and so I was cute. like, it's so cute that they were just talking over lattes or whatever they're drinking. It's adorable. And I go, oh my God, Liv, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? She goes, what? I said, I have the train the trainer <laughs> certification program. And I have these two photographers that are the first two photographers in the world that I'm doing this with. And she goes, no way. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean, it's designed. There's like a site, a logo and everything. She goes, so you've been preparing to do this? <laughs> I said, yeah, I've been working on it for about a year now and we launched tomorrow. She goes, this exact program. And I go, yeah. She goes, I'm running it. I'm running it. And <laughs> I'm like, so okay. She's like, I, I probably can't run it for like another 10 years or so. I got to finish college. And by the way, I'm going for my master's degree when I'm done. And then I'm probably getting married and have kids, but okay. I, I can then, you know, take it over. That's so cute. And it's the first time she's ever talked about taking over something for me. Because hmm. people say all the time, do your kids want to be photographers? And I'm like, oh, probably not. They they love photography. Right. They can do it. They can edit videos. They can do all that stuff. I get stuff. that question all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm certainly not going to ask an 18-year-old. I'd, I'd roll my eyes if someone asked me about, well, do you want to do what your mom does? You're like, oh God, no. Right? That's what every kid would say. <laughs> and so with that being said, I will allow you to say your name the way it's supposed to be said. Tell everyone who you are, <laughs> how long we've known each other, why you're here, and what is the what is my title mean? The art of manifestation and declaration mean because you didn't even know that I was going to say that topic I today. Did not you had know. no idea. <laughs> so here we go. Hi, my name is Margarita Rentas, and I'm a professional photographer in Orlando, Florida, well, in Winter Park, which is right next to Orlando. I specialize in maternity and newborn things. To Anna Brandt. <laughs> And I also do underwater photography as well. I have been uh, working with Anna for a little bit over eight years. Met Anna in actually, I found you on I found you on YouTube. Okay, <laughs> I was telling you, I was always nervous to tell you the story when I met you, but now that we're more. Yeah. Closer, I can tell you. Um, so when I was uh, looking for inspirations on what to do as photography, I started kind of browsing to YouTube and I hear this really annoying voice. Which is <laughs> <laughs> okay because I hate my voice. So I'm okay with that. And I was like, it caught my attention because I looked at the screen. I wasn't really paying attention to my screen. And it was Anna demonstrating where you can fit a baby, different kinds of buckets, buckets with wires, uh, wicker buckets, you name it. Uh, and that's how I found you. Mm -hmm. Then from there, I found you again on Creative Life. And that's yeah. where I saw that you taught like the whole, the art of newborn and what is it? The art of pregnancy. The newborn. art of pregnancy and newborn. That was 2013 newborn. with Creative Life. Crazy. 
belly the baby or belly perfection i remember belly, belly the baby, baby perfection, perfection. Probably one of my i'm trying courses. to remember that was one of my online courses belly baby perfection that was the very first course i took mm-hmm. yeah and i had just videos of anna brand replay even I, though you found my noise was annoying you still, annoying, you still I got came used and to listened. it I got, yeah, I loved it. Now I love your voice. <laughs> now you love my, I hate my voice. Oh gosh. But you don't have, you don't have an annoying voice. I don't voice. think anyone likes their voice. You know, back in the day when you used to have answering machines that you could hear your voice? Yes. Right? I, Do you know what those are? I hate my voice too. When I yeah. hear my voice, I hate it. So you'd come home, for those of you who don't know, and you hit the play button on your answering machine from the telephone <laughs> and I have to hear my voice. I'd be like, I really hate my voice. I can't stand it. Yeah. And then my kids will go, mom, inside voice. Because if I come home after training and I'm talking to them, like if I come home from a workshop and I'm like, no, 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 and what are we having for dinner? Alex, I mean, Alex, see, <laughs> Evan, <laughs> Evan, I always call Alex, Evan, Evan, Alex, Evan, my son, Alex, a videographer, but they're interchangeable. Evan will go, mom, mom, you're home. Inside voice, mom. We're not your students. Take a breath. Give us your normal <laughs> mom voice. And I'm always like, oh, okay. I, have, I didn't even know I have a normal mom voice. Yeah, he does not like my teaching voice. He doesn't like that authoritative voice. He think... likes my, hey, Evan, how are you? He likes that voice. <laughs> Teenagers, they're very honest. So I did, I, I purchased the workshop and I realized that the specialty of newborn was more than just a video that I could, it starts with the video, yeah, it but it's more in depth. So I needed more training. Mm-hmm. And then I kept on, you know, following you, learning all of your methods, attending your in-person workshop, the BBB, mm-hmm. you name it. And um, I opened my studio. I opened my studio. I started in my house, in my living room. Um, I went from, let me backtrack for a second. I went from in home, going to people's homes, you know, going to the client's Mm -hmm. home, setting up to then saying, I don't want to do that. Let me go ahead and just transform my whole living room. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did. We didn't have a living room. Mm -hmm. We had a dining room set and then that was it. Mm -hmm. Nobody was allowed in the studio area, which was the living room. But having a home studio is a little bit harder when you have children, when you have pets. And I had my little Maltese I had to lock up in the room every time I had customers come in. And I one time had a random person just knock on my door and say, hi, is this a photography studio? Yeah. And I'm like, did you have your address public? No, but somebody gave them my address and said, yeah, she's a photographer. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, okay, I need to do something. Wait, what did you say? I said, um, it's by appointment only. Yes. But uh, I, I attended, I booked them. You did. But then I asked them to come back. Mm. They came ready for pictures. No. Yes. I was like, well, well that's, <laughs> a, that's a topic for another podcast. <laughs> but then, um, so I, I quickly discovered, you know what, this is not working out for me. So, mm. you know, I grew with my business. Mm-hmm. Then I uh, opened a small studio. It was uh, 400 square footage, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't know what to do with it. I remember sending you pictures. I remember showing it in the group. You told me, put everything in the walls, mm-hmm. everything up in the walls. Yeah. Yeah. And before I signed the lease, I was like, okay, we got to put everything on the walls. We got to get the, the, I, 
you know, the Ikea. cubicles. I don't want to yeah. <laughs> name no brands, but yeah. yeah. So you, I got it all set up for newborns only. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I started taking, you know, I was in the mall. I was in uh, in a mall oh, in Kissimmee. Oh, I remember. In Plaza del the Sol. Mall. They That's are my right. first retail studio. Amazing family. They, I remember them. I love that place. I wow. absolutely love it. That was a great spot. You had a lot of events and things. Yes. Yeah. The day of my grand opening, because I was inside of a little plaza. Plaza del Sol is like a little shopping mm-hmm. center in Kissimmee, Florida. And it's like... If you go into the mall, you can easily miss the little shops there. I kind of in little, mm-hmm. kind of little Grooves and things. Yeah. yeah, and I said I have to make this big so that people can actually see that I'm here. Yeah. So I speak to the. Um, this is actually really good. You guys are gonna love this. This is gonna be great content because I spoke to the people from the management, mm-hmm. and I made an agreement with them. Not only was I able to negotiate uh, the rental, I also negotiated them hosting me an event that I wanted to do for the community. Wow. For my grand opening. I said, I want a grand opening. Like, I want a huge opening. You would think the whole mall was the the photography studio. (laughs) I had lines wrapped around. I did a grand opening and And Belly to Baby Expo. (laughs) I remember. How did you convince them? Was it because you got other people involved? I sat down and did a presentation for management and told them how I can bring them people to the mall. I love that. And I, they actually counted the footage of the people coming in, and there was a lot of people. Wow. That was, yeah. That, that so was, it was very successful. It was very successful. Now, the event was free. Every pregnancy sure. expo that you go to, it's, you have to pay. Yeah. So what I wanted to do was bring all the pregos. Sure. And I said, how can I do this? Freebies. Let's give them freebies. So I created the Belly to Baby Expo, mm. where everyone is welcome. Yes. Right? So the first 100 women will get a goodie bag mm. with certificates and goodies. It was like a really good size bag and all sorts of vendors. We got sponsors. I went to Macro Baby gave me stuff. Wow. Um, Bye Bye Baby gave me stuff. Enfamil uh, gave me milk. Uh, I had strollers. I have uh, furniture stores giving me cribs. Oh, my gosh. Everything, everyone that I approached did something. Mm. No vendor said no. And that. and every vendor, and almost every vendor that sponsored us were within the mall. So they will have like these little coupons. They could go over there and get mm-hmm. something free and, you know, bring them business also. Um, I ran that event for three years mm-hmm. and I wasn't able to do it. I'm not going to cry yet. So I'm going to pause right there and we're going to bring, we'll talk about the event later. <laughs> but I wasn't able to do it again, but I can't wait to do it again. But I did it for like three years and people still ask me for that event. Wow. Uh, it, it was amazing. And from there, I got a lot of business too. Sure. Of course. Because now people know I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the last year that you had your business? When well, from it- there, I moved to downtown Kissimmee because okay. I because I grew that space so quickly. So, quickly. so I went to downtown Kissimmee mm-hmm. and I found the perfect front store mm-hmm. studio. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I was there for almost a year. I left one month shy from my one year anniversary. Wow. And... From your one-year anniversary. One month short of your one-year anniversary. One month short from a one-year anniversary. Wow. Yeah. From mm-hmm. from being in that space. Sure. And I was generating a really good income there. 
I was making good money and I had a good flow. Mm -hmm. What I didn't have was a backup plan. Mm. And, you know, you you, you get those sessions, you got busy, sessions are coming in. I'm good. You know, sessions are coming in. We're good. But you never expect a hurricane to hit the island and turn it black out and that affect you all the way in Florida. Yeah. This is probably when I'm going to start crying. Well, it's, it's, I'll give you a minute to catch your breath. It's like COVID. Think of how many people didn't have a backup plan with COVID or when the market crashes or when, you know, we get so busy and so focused on one particular thing. And then if there's no savings, there's no investments, there's no multiple streams of income, there's no backup plan. There's no backup plan. And when a catastrophe strikes, there are people that Thank the Lord they have a backup plan. And then there are people that go, I don't have a backup plan. And I think we all experience that in different ways in different yeah. times, right? This was a huge lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have a backup plan. I had that year, I went to Australia because my business was doing so good sure. that I went to Australia and visited my daughter that I had not seen for three years. Mm-hmm. Spent a whole month with her there. Oh, my studio was in Kissimmee, opening and closing every day because we had a, a front. Mm-hmm. The front was a little boutique, mm-hmm. but we had customers coming in to pick up bookings. So I couldn't close. So we're paying payroll for a whole month because I'm good. You know, we're good. good. When I come back home and then we get this hurricane that just, the nation knows what happened. It just wiped, wiped us out. And, and, it happened in Puerto Rico, yes. It didn't really happen in Florida, but it affected my business in Florida because 90% of my customers come from the island. Mm-hmm. They're they're either come from the island or have family there. So if you have a daughter that's turning 15 mm-hmm. and you have a quinceañera mm-hmm. and you're going to have pictures, mm-hmm. but you have family members in Puerto Rico that are on a blackout and they need... Uh, a power thinging or whatever mm-hmm. you call that generator, generator. Who are you gonna pick? Mm-hmm. You're gonna help your mom or your sister or whoever mm-hmm. needs the help. You're not gonna you're gonna start cutting back, right? Oh, for sure. So the photographer got cut. Mm-hmm. I Which had, is in any situation. In any situation. We're, we're a luxury business. We're a luxury business. Correct. We're not and needed. of course, yes, all of my agreements say that I have a retainer fee. Mm-hmm. But how do I look up at my client in the face that mm-hmm. every year spent money on me? Mm-hmm. I'm a, no, I'm not going to return you $300. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did because mm-hmm. that customer had been with me mm-hmm. for years sure. and now say no when we know the situation in Puerto sure. Rico. So I return a lot of money back mm-hmm. to people that weren't going to celebrate. Part I don't do quinceañeras anymore, mm-hmm. but when I used to, mm-hmm. canceled contracts, return Money, cancel, contract, return money. At one point, I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't think I was photographing any Puerto Ricans, Mm -hmm. which I I realized, wow, my entire customer base Mm -hmm. was mostly Puerto Ricans, which is great because that's my my blood, my people. I love to serve you. But we also have to expand and, you know, make sure that we are covering everyone. Mm-hmm. And now I have, like, I have, you know, a variety, but mm-hmm. it's that one moment where I look back, I said, oh, wait, wow, wait, let me, let me have some more variety in my portfolio. it wasn't a fault, right? You just yeah, get, just booking yeah, me. <laughs> you just get so focused. And, you know, I have people that have come to my classes where I have a woman who, um, 
last year I had met her in one of my workshops and she said, I've been photographing quinceañeras like 24 seven. I'm like the quinceañera queen. I, I need to be done. I just, I need a break. I'm done. I think she was either divorced or going through a divorce or something. So she was on her own. And she was like, I want to photograph newborns. And she came to my clinic and I remember looking at the look in her eyes. This was one motivated person. She's the same name as me, Anna, if you're listening. You, you know that I say all the time, this, the look in her eyes was motivated. And then she went to a clinic and then I don't know if she went to, I think she came to California for the Academy. And then I think she did a club. She's done, gosh, I don't know, four or five workshops literally within a year, including a four-day baby Academy. Wow. And her, she's just like going because she had realized she was so focused on one particular segment and because of a life change, she wanted to alternate it and realized she needed to spread her wings a lot. And so I think that's a lot of people, you get so focused on like one thing, right? I was doing maternity newborn in the start of my career so much so that people would go, do you photograph families? And when I got my studio, that was the question. There are two questions. Do you only do black and white? Because I remember my mom came down and we decorated the wall of my studio. And I, my mom was fantastic in interior design. And so my first studio was 500 square feet. I said, mom, what do I do? She goes, oh, you have this huge blank wall. You're going to fill it, wall the wall frames, edge to edge like they do in the, the furniture magazines. I think she said Aaron Brothers at the time. Now, this is, this is when I was pregnant with Olivia 18 years ago. She said edge to edge, and her and I measured, and that whole wall, it was probably like a 10, 10 by 10, black and white frames with black and white work of maternity and newborns. It looked like a museum. Beautiful. Well, it was gorgeous. It was, I still love that wall. I think about that wall from time to time. People would come in and they would go, wow. I go, you know, my mom was here. Look at this place. Well, then what would happen? The economy's booming and people are like, do you do family? Do you do color? Do you know how to do color photography? And I'm like, yeah, don't I? I do. <laughs> so I had to master my color family natural light, outdoor photography, and then bring it into the studio. And then when I upgraded my studio a year later, it was, do you do children? Do you have a baby plan? That's when all that came about because I was pigeonholing, my, pigeonholing myself into just showing black and white maternity newborn. And so people were afraid to go to me. Thank God I had a couple of key customers say, do you do other things? Because I don't see any samples of your work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly. Right? And that's what happens. You go to someone's website exactly. and you only see a particular thing. Fortunately, some people will ask and it can open up a whole other business or some people will go away and be like, oh, she doesn't do that. Exactly. And so I think it's no fault of your own. You were just catering to that market and you being Puerto Rican yourself and being fluent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I do a lot of networking in my mm -hmm. community and that's when I realized that I was doing networking mostly with my Hispanic community mm -hmm. rather than my English speaking community. Sure. So I started com connecting more with my English speaking community. Uh, at this point, the hurricane happened. My business is now um, underwater. So I could do all the networking I could do, but this, this studio is still closing. Right. And I see it. But I see this in September. When did the hurricane happen? In September, when it hits. It hits okay, in September. you see this in September. Okay. So I see it. In, when the hurricane happened, uh, a few days went by, I started getting cancellations. 
I got my first cancellation like three days after. And I said, it's sure. understandable. Sure. I understand that. No worry. Return the positive a quinceañero. Fine. Bye. Good luck. Whatever. Everything. Then the next customer. And then I, and I tell my husband, you know what? This is looking like this is going to be. I had cancellations up to six months oh. out. So we went through our savings. Mm-hmm. And I told my husband, we're going to close. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'll do on location. Mm-hmm. It was the hardest thing I had to do. Sure. But it had to be done. Sure. Um, and I did it. I closed the studio. I put everything in storage and I just turned in my key a month before my lease was up so that my landlord could have some time. And um put everything in storage as I sobbed so much. I cried putting stuff in storage. And it was in storage for like two weeks and I went to the storage to get something for a session and I had a wicker little chair. And when I pulled the wicker chair, it literally just shredded in my hands because it was non-climate. You know, it didn't have like climate control. Mm. Later on in life, I would learn the importance of that in storage. So did everything <laughs> get ruined in storage? It got ruined. A lot of things were getting ruined. Things that I had paid like money, a lot of money for. Oh, gosh. So I was in a very deep depression. Sure. I was having anxiety attacks and panic attacks all day um, in between. You know, it was just, I was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And it was because I wasn't seeing the numbers in my bank account. Mm-hmm. The problem that was happening in Puerto Rico was affecting my business, Mm -hmm. but it was also affecting me in my personal life because I had family there. So my focus was all over the place. Mm. That year, my life changed because I was in a very, um, how can I put this? I was sabotaging myself and not knowing that I was doing that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until... I had to step back, close everything, cry, and see that it was gone to realize what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I and I had a ne- negative mindset. Mm-hmm. That was my problem. I would mess up a little thing because I was trying to get the the Instagram perfect studio, the Instagram perfect image. And there is no perfect Mm -hmm. Instagram. You know, there's, that doesn't translate to the real world. Sure. You know, a busy studio is going to be a messy studio. You just, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to make sure that you are looking at yourself, at your work Mm -hmm. and um, just believing. And I didn't have that. Um, I had also had a lot of problems with my health at that moment. Mm -hmm. So I started following certain help groups and 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 buying books and and courses to improve my way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And um, among the books that I read, I, I read the Science of Getting Rich, mm-hmm. and this is a book I'm reading right now, mm-hmm. and um, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helped me get there, but I would be. Totally, totally wrong and, and and not a believer if I didn't tell you that my faith didn't play a role in this. Sure. Um, because I am a believer. Mm-hmm. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. And I tied that mm-hmm. 
to my limiting beliefs and said, okay, this has to work together. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you tell people when, you know, they've lost everything, which you did, so you lost everything, and you're suffering health issues, and you're buying books to motivate and change your your beliefs, your power of thinking, but, you know, if someone's listening to this and they're in a situation where you were, and they're like, A, I don't have the money to buy a book, mm-hmm. right, which happens, um, B, I really don't feel like reading a book, right, because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're in the mud or the mm-hmm. fire, you just Absolutely. don't feel like reading a book, mm-hmm. and what what do you say to the person that doesn't even know that they need to change their mindset, right? Because when something when something happens that sucks, right? A hurricane, that sucks. A tornado, sucks. COVID sucks. Death of a loved one, sucks. Ends of a marriage, it just sucks. There's no other word. And that's a word that my parents never let me use growing up. Because we, did, we didn't use suck. We didn't use damn. <laughs> we didn't use darn. We didn't use hell. That was a horrible word. We didn't use those words growing up. So even when I say the word suck, I cringe because we weren't allowed to use words like that. But some days, some days things suck. And you don't want to hear positive words by Tony Robbins. You don't want to read books no, like you don't. The Science of Getting Rich. You don't, you don't, you don't want to hear it. a person talking to you about God. And right. you, are, it, like me, I'm a Christian. Right. And when I was in my deep depression, I, I didn't want anybody coming to minister to me right. because I felt like I'm already close to him. I That's not my issue. Right. And... It didn't end there. I got really depressed and I became homeless. And mm-hmm. I and I I feel comfortable saying this because I've overcome it. Mm-hmm. Um, not homeless living under a bridge, but homeless. I didn't have a home of mm-hmm. my own. Right. And I have kids and I have a husband and my husband was injured and a lot of things happened. We ended up having going to New York to stay with uh, his mom. And I had to take a job at public storage. And it was horrible. Now, what did you do with all your belongings and everything? Oh, did you yeah, get right. Rid of I skipped everything? it apart. Yeah, I sold everything. Got rid of everything. I well, the minute I saw everything was shredding apart, yeah. I I posted everything, and I was telling you this the other day. You know, when you go to Facebook Marketplace and you're gonna buy a couch, mm-hmm. and you go to this person that's owned this couch yeah. for twenty years, yeah. and they tell you the history sure. and how you can start. That was me with every single prop. Um. Yeah. And I posed the baby like this. And you know what I did with this scale? Let me show you. You yeah. could do this with a baby, but make sure you're educated and make sure you look at this. And I'm giving people sort. And they were connecting with other photographers that are starting and buying my props. Mm-hmm. And I made friends. And they're probably hearing this. Some of sure. them that bought some of my props, like pe- people that follow me sure. from my community that mm-hmm. bought my props. And because... I I didn't want it to get ruined. I wanted it to be in use. So I got rid of everything. The only thing I didn't get rid of was my camera. I took with the, that with me to New York. I spent 10 months in New York working for public storage. Managing somebody else's business is not fun. <laughs> Manage your own business. <laughs> well, <laughs> managing fun. your own business sometimes isn't fun sometimes either. It is. Why it public is. storage? Because I had a connection and I had a secure job. Mm, okay. uh, my best friend... Mm-hmm. Um, works in public storage. Okay. And uh, she immediately said, I, you know, I have a job for you. Oh, good. And um, so I ran away. I stayed with her for a while, actually, okay. before going to my mother-in-law's. But then, you know, it's a lot of us. So sure. <laughs> but uh, it, it, when I was in that position in public storage, what I did was, and I used that position to get 
to where I'm at right now. Sure. And I did that by having an attitude of gratitude. Mm-hmm. I did that by believing and trusting God. I trust. No, but hold on. We're missing a piece Which here. Part? Which part? Which because part? Because I'm listening to you. Now, I know pieces of this story, right? Yes. Obviously. Yes. I, remember, I remember when you said you're in New York and you're like, Anna, it's, it's all gone and you're working for a I think you sent me a picture of you in your I uniform. Sent, I sent you a selfie of yes. me yes. in my new uniform. Yes. Yes. And you said, what the heck are you doing what there? What the heck are you doing there? <laughs> well, because to me, if I'm homeless, I'm going to go waitress. I used to waitress in school. Really? I made really good money waitress. So I always tell my kids, don't ever worry about me. If this photography thing doesn't work out, I'm a really good waitress. People be going to your restaurant just for yeah. you to serve them. <laughs> I, I can hold like three plates on my arm. I can multitask. And and I was a really good waitress. I was in demand, man. And and I've been a cocktail waitress. I've been a hotel waitress. I've been a, a diner waitress in New Jersey. Um, yeah. So I, I, my kids and I have this conversation the other day. I go, you'll never have to worry about me because if I lose everything, I will be, let's see, I'll do Starbucks in the morning. I'll do them early morning shifts so I can have my coffee. Then maybe midday, I'll do some work in Target, Mm -hmm. right? I can get some shopping done and man the cashier. And then I think in the afternoon, I'll do TJ Maxx, right? Hobby Lobby, one of those. And then in the evening, I'm going to do the dinner crowd and I'll waitress. And the kids kids laugh because they know I'm not screwing around. If this all goes up in flames... I will get a job tomorrow. I will still keep my multiple sources of income. I will not just get one job. I will get, I I should probably throw Nordstrom in there too because my son needs Nordstrom jeans because they're the only ones that fit him. And I'll get the discounts and and I tell them all the time, you will miss a beat. I will pay for your education and I'll keep going, right? So, um, I mean, I'm I'm a Puerto Rican girl from New York, you know, left alone at two years of age. I can survive exactly. out there. So when you sent me, I remember you sending me that selfie with the uniform and me going, wait, what? 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 I felt like I had missed a few chapters. After taking so many workshops with you. Well, because I had <laughs> missed, because we, we weren't in full communication because you had a lot going on. Yeah. And so when you're in the depths of despair and going through garbage, just like there are times I'm going through garbage, you don't want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You need to just get through your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so... You know, it was like hit or miss. There are times they're talking and then I feel like I blinked and you were at public storages. And then I feel like I blinked and all of a sudden you were like back to doing photography again. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I missed a few things there. So for the people that are listening that don't know you, um, how do you go from having a booming business, bringing in the world into this mall and having all these clients to having nothing because a hurricane lost you to going into depression, to depression, going into medical issues. Cause there are people that are listening right now that are stuck there. Mm-hmm. There's everyone, everyone is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. There's people that are listening right now that are successful. Mm-hmm. There's people that are listening that are, could be homeless. There are people and homeless. We think of homeless as the guy sleeping outside of our door, but homeless is you're living with someone. You don't have a place to turn the key and call home. So homeless could be several different things, right? There are people that are homeless. There are people that are in the depths of the despair. There are people that have depression. There are people that are suffering medical issues. There are people that are going through, you name it. How do you get from there to what you just said, which was that you were using the money that you made to public storage to get where you are now? Even this training, this training that you just did for two days was not a cheap training. So $3,000 training plus airfare, plus hotel, plus food. Plus shopping. Plus shopping, plus leaving your family, plus, plus, plus. 
How does that happen? It's a shift in the mindset. We talked about manifestation and declaration. What told you you had to declare the life that you wanted? What happened? Was it in the middle of the night? Were you just pissed off no. that you were working at public storage? I, Did you walk down a street? Did you see someone? <laughs> something happened somewhere. I need to know what it is. Something happened somewhere. Well, becoming homeless was that thing that really happened. Okay, and there you go. You're like, that was it. <laughs> that was it for me. <laughs> Moving on, but, uh, that, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but how to get out of that that depressive state is um, I'm alive. Yeah. I open my eyes and I breathe. Mm-hmm. I don't have to try. Mm-hmm. I do it. Mm-hmm. That's everything else. Mm-hmm. People don't realize the power that we have in our mouth. But I'm going to keep grilling you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to get there. Because there was a point where you said, okay, I'm alive. You kind of get a, got to get a little pissed off when you say that. Was that while you were living with your in-laws? Was that while you are in public storage? Oh, you're going deep. I'm going deep because I, I want to know. Because kind of I, I know as a listener, yeah, yeah, yeah. But how do I get there? Do I just wake up and go, okay, mm-hmm. I'm alive? Because, look, I've gone through many issues in my mm-hmm. life where I've been to my knees sobbing and you feel like, Nothing's going to get me up. I don't want anything to get me up. I actually just want to sit here in my sorrow right now, right? Because sometimes it just sucks so bad that you want to sit in the suckiness. Yeah. You know what I mean? I talk about that with my son from time to time. You know, my son will say, you know, I'm I'm having a trust issue right now. And I'll say, I get it. I understand. And you know what? You're allowed to. And he'll go... Mm -hmm. Thanks, mom, because everyone else tells me, no, I should be trusting. I should trust everyone. And he mm-hmm. goes, I remember when his, he was like 15 and his boxing coach was shot mm-hmm. in the boxing, in the boxing gym. And I get a call that my son's on a 911 scene and he's oh not leaving. God. And he's not leaving because he went there after school to go to the, the boxing place and the coach is dead on the floor and he's not leaving. And this was a male role model and he's, devastated. And so he's, it's his first funeral. And I actually wrote in my journal, Evan had his first funeral today and came home and cooked a steak dinner. I wrote that in my journal. I was reading that the other day. And there are times where something will happen to my son and he'll go, mom, because he'll say he's feeling something a certain way. And I'll go, I get it. I get it. I'm not going to try to get you out of it. I get it. And then right now it really sucks. And he'll go, Oh, thanks for saying that because I'm so tired of people going, you'll get through it. You'll get past it. It's death. It's fear. It's hurt. Someone, someone distrusted you. Move on. He goes, I get so sick of people saying that to me. Right now, I just want to sit in my sorrow. So to me, listening to you, and I could get yeah. emotional saying this because I know sometimes I would just want to sit in my sorrow. I want to be mad. I want to be sad. I want to be upset. I want to feel sorry for myself. Yeah. So I feel like we all do that. How does the successful person become successful enough to the point because they got themselves out of that? Because you're not homeless anymore. No. And you are building your business. Yes. And you're developing a name for yourself. Yes. And you're going to start training. Yes. And you're raising your children to show that you can get back up off your knees. There's no excuses. (laughs) Did you just one morning wake up and go, I'm done. I need to change it. Mm, I know exactly when the moment happened. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I The plan for New York was always 10, 10 months. Okay. So 10 months, I was back. Okay. I came back alone. Okay. <laughs> I hope my <laughs> husband doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I came back alone with my kids. 
And um, it New York did put a strain in my marriage. Sure. Um, that was a hard season. We were apart for three months, but we were not separated. Uh, I was just in Florida and he was in New York. It was just very hard. The transition was very, very hard. Uh, he couldn't leave because he needed to continue working. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it anymore. Didn't you come back and the church kind of helped you out a little bit? Yes, they did. Yes, they yeah, did. I yeah, like I remember. I couldn't that. do it anymore. So I went, you know, back to Florida. I have an amazing, an amazing church. Mm -hmm. uh, my husband works at the church mm -hmm. also. Um, he works at the church now, but back then he didn't. Sure. Um, so they really helped us out. We have some amazing brothers and sisters and they had an apartment for us. They helped us out. They gave my husband a job, which is the job wow. he has now. Wow. And he's a facility maintenance wow. there. And uh, he's basically the right hand of the person that opens and closes. And he's the person opens and closes too. Wow. So um, they pretty, pretty much managed the building. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, they did definitely help me. Uh, how I got exactly out of that, because... You can you can get out of the financial part. Sure. Like, you know, people help you, sure. churches help you, sure. family help you. But the mental part, mm -hmm. it's the hardest part. So when I came back over here and I'm spending these three months waiting to see if my husband's coming down to Florida and when, uh, I'm going to church, they're helping me, and I'm still depressed. Mm -hmm. Why? I did a 21 days uh, uh, fasting and prayer, but I didn't complete the 21 days. I joined them because I was looking, sure. looking, books, this, that. I joined the 21 days fasting and prayers. I only made it to five days. Mm. Uh, is this no eating at all? Just water. Mm, wow. That's uh, what Alex that's, does every this day. Is more, you know, this is more of a, a, of a <laughs> He's personal- He's fasting and prayer day. <laughs> this, yeah, this is more like a personal journey that I decided to go on. Okay, got it. Uh, and, uh, that helped me clarify my mind because mm. sometimes, you know, food affects your brain sure. and food slows us down and sure. sometimes food will fog our brain. Mm -hmm. So I was seeing more clear mm -hmm. and I saw where, where I dropped the ball. It was mm -hmm. my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I was so mad, Anna. I'm going to cry. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I realized that I dropped the ball because I didn't have the backup plan. Mm -hmm. So I was mad at myself. Sure. There's nobody that I can confront that's going to get this anger out. Mm -hmm. So I go to the bathroom mirror and I speak to myself. Mm -hmm. And I got mad at myself. Mm -hmm. And I look at myself in the mirror and I said, and you're going to get up. You did it once, you're going to do it all over again because you're not doing this for you. You're doing this for your kids. Mm -hmm. My two kids, that every time they see me come out of my room, mm -hmm. they put their hand on my shoulder and said, Mama, you okay? Mm -hmm. And that broke my heart because when I walked out of the room, I was my mind was clarified. Mm -hmm. And when my son put his hand over my shoulder and said, Mama, you okay? Mm -hmm. And how old was he? He was checking in on me. Then he was 12. <clears throat> he was checking in on me. Sure. And I was not seeing that. He saw my depression. My kids saw my depression. Sure. How do I get out of that? Connection with God. I connected with God that helped me find my identity and be able to 
believe him, just like I believe that I'm going to open my eyes. I'm going to believe that the sun rises. I'm going to believe that I'm going to attend the train the trainer program that doesn't even exist that Anna is going to create. Yes, because my this program did not exist then. It did not exist. Mm -hmm. I've been manifesting this program for a year, <laughs> and I approached Anna Brandt last year, and um, I think I texted you. I think it was a text or a voice clip. I had, so funny. I, just I had dropped you off this. at the airport and um, you were in a rush. And I was like, yeah, I'll text you what I wanted Shocking. to tell you. Because I was <laughs> chat, 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 chat. I was talking, 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 talking. See, the she whole talks ride. more than me, Alex. So she was quiet though. I was talking to her the whole ride to the airport. And so she ran out of the car. I'm sure she was like ready to be done. <laughs> <laughs> I was probably but catching then, my plane. But then I was like, Anna. And then I got home and I was like, Anna, you need to create a train the trainer program because, and then I kind of, Kept on saying it every single time. I literally time. have no recollection of this. I what workshop was this? Do you even know? January at uh, Orlando. The house? Actually, the academy, the four-day academy. Oh, the four-day academy. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I was exhausted after that. Yeah, I know you were exhausted. That's why I know and the jet lag doesn't help. Oh, yeah, four days. But uh, yeah, I kept yeah. saying it. You weren't there, but I kept saying it in the up mm -hmm. out. When, when, when I would speak, I would mm -hmm. say, I am going to be the first mm -hmm. certified trainer for Anna Brent. You know what's even crazy about that? I don't even remember creating the program. Like, <laughs> like there are some programs that I do that I know exactly when I created it. Like I just finished a seven-day boot camp for my online members. I dreamt that boot camp. It was really weird. I had like woken up in the middle of the night and then I fell back asleep and I had a super vivid dream. And in the dream, I had taught this whole workshop. And I had written it out and I woke up and I was like, oh, that was such a cool workshop. And I was like, wait, that wasn't real. And I had to get my notebook and That's I wrote dream. out, I wrote out the seven day boot camp, literally from that dream at like 6 a.m. So there's some things I'll do that is like that. It's very, very strong. But that program, I don't remember creating it. It was created. It was just. It was. It just. And that's how everything works. I'm not saying I'm walking around. I'm saying that repetitively, like, like, like <laughs> I'm crazy or not. People or are going to give you a request. No, no, no. Can I'm you manifest this? No, no, no. <laughs> like I'm telling you, like when I'm walking in and and I work from home right now. So when I'm walking around and I'm talking to my children because I homeschool also. Mm -hmm. So they're technically my coworkers. Sure. I speak to them. <laughs> coworkers and, and students all in I'm one. I'm telling them, you know what? In January, I'm going to go to California because I'm going to do that. You know, like I'm speaking like that. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. I mean. Or like the fact that I say, I'll be here in May for your uh, summit and I'm right. bringing my family. We're going to make it a family vacation. Right. It's well, done. it's the declaration of it. It's and that's the topic of this podcast yes. is saying, I'm going to do this and ironically it's what we teach our children mm -hmm. right we teach our children they they grow in this world with blank slates right and they they come with an open mind and it's why kids can see spirits and hear things because they're they're not shaded or mm -hmm. jaded right by so you hear things all the time from little ones mm -hmm. the things they say the things they do they're so psychic and spiritual you're just like who are these little they're perfect little beings and then sadly they're tainted by the world but I think that we this is what I tell students all the time. I wish we could look in the mirror and talk to ourselves the way we talk to our children. Mm -hmm. Because when when our children fall down and they get a bad grade or someone's bullying them at school and they're they're bummed out, what do we tell them? Get back up. Look in the mirror. You're beautiful. You're worth it. 
shake it off. We'll pass the next test. You're amazing. I love you, right? You just rattle it off. Words, words have power. Correct. But when we fall down, we're like, we suck. We're a failure. Who the hell do we think we are? We must be the ugliest person in the world. And, And trust me, I cried and I did a lot of that before getting here. Yeah. Now, it doesn't happen magically like that. You actually have to do this with effective action. Sure. So you have to take action. So you have to say, I'm going to go there, but what am I doing today to get there? And so that's gonna, what I want to talk about because you can't just declare it and say, I'm going to go to California in and January. And it's going to show up. And no, someone's going to be like- You got to show up every day and work. Yeah. So what show did you do? Show up every day to your current position, working towards where you want to go to. So share with them what you told me. How I got here mm-hmm. financially? Mm-hmm. Okay. So- I am the proud owner, half owner, because Sanaya, if she hears this, she's half owner. Got it. Got Sanaya it. Rentas is my uh, co-owner of the two creative souls. Nice. And we build uh, luxury angel wings. Mm-hmm. We do the adults, but we also do the oh, children. pressure on these kids. So they're students, they're coworkers. <laughs> she's your daughter. <laughs> she's a partner. I thought my kids had a bad. <laughs> no pressure, children. You're no fine. Pressure, you go play some but video you get games. On as soon as you can talk. No, I'm just kidding. Every once in a while, I'll tell Evan, you can go play Xbox. It's really okay. <laughs> you can go. You don't have to work so much. So I we created um, these uh, luxury angel wings and uh, I have two, like the adult and then the child mm-hmm. and I'm working on another one, I'll tell you. And what's the name, one of, that, what's the name of the angel wings? The It's the two creative souls. They're, okay. I can put a link in the, in the notes. And uh, I created, uh, no, I messaged you. I messaged you and I said, hey, mm-hmm. I want to sign up for the program. I've never been more serious about something than this. Yes. And I'm going to send you a pair of wings. Yes. If you can please photograph them. Yep. And I can promote your photos. Yes. Right? And I send you the wings. Yes. Which you used in your channel. Yes. And on your I think sessions. we went live or something. You went live? I think it was like, oh, a package came. You went live twice. Yeah. I had 100 followers within two hours. <laughs> uh, I was Send like, me on your like, product. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and no, my following uh, on that page that it's new, the two creative souls, is all from Anna Brands. <laughs> I haven't even moved that page. It has like 200 and something. But it was funny because they're gorgeous. I just opened so it like... and I specifically opened it because I needed to make money. Sure. So how did I get to the wings? Okay. So I created the wings. I found the, the provider of the feathers. I negotiated a credit line. I brought my daughter on board. She helped Wait, why me. did you want to create wings? Because, oh, I wanted, I made one for myself. Mm, I okay. had already made one for myself and it came out good and I was, I photographed it and you liked them. Got you it. mentioned it at ah, one of the other workshops. Okay. And I said, oh, so she likes the wings. Oh. And then you mentioned, you, you asked me, do you make toddler ones? Yes. And I did it and I said, yes. Yes. And I had never done one. And I did one. <laughs> Sounds and like I, the students <laughs> last week. There's, there's a reoccurring theme here. When I ask you something, the answer is yes. Do you know what's so fascinating about that? Mm-hmm. This goes back to my mom again. My mom would say, if someone asks you, you just say yes. And so my very first client, do you have a baby plan? Yes, I do. 
and I'll be I'll send it over first thing in the morning to you. And I went home that night and created my All first night. baby plan the whole night. And I and I remember the client too. I remember the client. She had Asian triplets. Oh my um, gosh. She was not Asian. Um, her husband was Asian, and they had these beautiful Asian babies. And I'll, I'll I don't want to say her name. I'll say Miss Kim. And I, I she was one of my best clients. And when she said baby plan, I was like, yeah, yep, okay, tomorrow morning. And then every time someone would say, do you offer frame? Yes, I do. Call the framing company. Can I have your catalog, please? And my first framing order was at my dining room table, $750. Actually, the the, the family, Olivia's friends with him at school, they graduated together. And she's like, oh yeah, he was your client for years. I go, yep, I know his mom. She was the first client that ordered frames from me and my dining room table, no studio, out of a catalog when she said, do you have frames? And I was calling the company going, how fast can you overnight me a frame catalog? Yes, I have frames. <laughs> so yes, it's always yes. It's always yes. It's always yes. So I said yes. And... um and then I started, I, I, I was the weird person measuring a five-year-old. <laughs> I, I had a customer that I went to her house mm -hmm. and uh, she had a, a newborn baby and she had a five-year-old. Oh. And then after the shoot, I said, I'm working on some wings. Do you mind if I measure your mm -hmm. child? You just whip out a measuring tape. <laughs> and she said, yeah, sure. Use her. Use yeah. her as a model if you want. But I wasn't going to photo, you know, I have to get back to her on that. But yeah, she <laughs> let me move. She's still waiting. I have to get She's back to her. She's still waiting for a photo session with the wings. I haven't you better do it now. I haven't photographed toddler feather uh, feathers uh, uh, toddler, toddler wings. wings, but when I do, she is my first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll okay. tell you, she's adorable. Okay, so I send you, uh, and then once you did that live, I just started reposting it. Mm -hmm. So then I just started reposting it, reposting it, reposting it. Hey, did you guys see Anna? Mm -hmm. I was looking at my wings and mm -hmm. using them, and uh, yeah. So um, and then I sold my first pair of wings within a within like an hour, I think it was, with you po posting it. This is why I want my own QVC channel. Yeah, within an hour. Um, and I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I went quickly and I was like, wait, I'm going to wait. And then uh, another big name ordered another set of wings and I'm over the moon now. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And now I'm like reaching out to supplier. Okay, so do you have, you know, making sure that he has enough. Sure, sure. And uh, so that's how I got the first portion because I did the split too. Right. And so I was waiting, you know, no, I received the funds and I was gonna, I was waiting for it to clear. You know how they pay you a card mm -hmm. and you have to wait for it to clear, whatever. Mm -hmm. So once it cleared, uh, I was going to go ahead and book it. And you released a day, uh, sale that day. This, But I was not going to book it specifically that day. I had the money, but I had not spoken to my husband yet. Mm. <laughs> so that's why I was like, I was going to book it, but I wasn't there yet because mm -hmm. I had to. And not that I was going to ask him permission. Sure. I said this yesterday, but as a married woman sure. and having children at home, I wanted to make sure that if I committed to this, training that I was able to execute. Sure. That I wasn't just going to take this and be like, Anna, I won't be able to do this because I can't travel. Sure, sure, sure. You know, so I sat down with him and 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 I said, listen, I I I I want to do something and what I want to do, I want it more than anything. Uh and I started crying and sobbing at the edge of my bed. I, I, I remember that he looked at me like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And I'm like, because I really want this. And I, and I want to know that, that that I have your support, that that I can count on you. Because I'm leaving 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, I have my children. Who are my children with right now? My mm-hmm. husband. Yeah. Um, and he looked at me. He's like, what are you doing sitting there? Go ahead and sign up and do it already. You're waiting for my permission? Go do it. We do not need permission from anyone to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we look for for permission. Oh, gosh. I did a podcast on this. We yes, did, did a podcast yes, on did. this. Yes, we did. Yes, you did. Uh, and it's like, you know, just get it done. There's no excuses. If you want something that bad, get it. Mm-hmm. You want it, get it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the business, personal, you but, know. But you said a good thing. I mean, you you love your husband. You respect him. Yes. And I think that when you're in any kind of relationship, you want to respect the person. What do you, what do people do when the husband's like no, right? So that mm, does that's, happen. That's a little bit harder. Yeah, of that, course. That, or the partner is like no way. You yeah, know, it's like that's a whole different conversation podcast that I'm not licensed to teach, but um, <laughs> nor would I want to. But yeah, he fortunately you have a loving man, obviously, Amen. who came back from New York to be with you. Yes, he, I didn't. Right? That's another testimony. That's for church. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm truly blessed. I really am. I am so thankful that he his reaction was that. Sure. It could have been, we don't have the money. He didn't mention the money because he knows I'm a Mm go-getter. You know, um, like you mentioned, I'm Puerto Rican. We were taught that you go get your, you go, go, nobody owes you anything. You know, you want something, you work for it. And um, I've been working since I was very young. I've Mm -hmm. been working actually since I was like 11 years old, Mm -hmm. believe it or not. Um, I was working. I was babysitting. And I was actually selling chocolate chip cookies to my neighbors. Look at that. I was Kirsten Mutt and I. I worked in my town in Vega Baja Mm -hmm. in Puerto Rico. And there was this this man that had, it's an Arab, he had like jewelry in the back of his car. Mm -hmm. And he was Arab and he Mm -hmm. couldn't speak well Spanish. Mm -hmm. So he hired me at $2.50 to translate for his customers. And I would sell all his bracelets in one day. And then one it's just so funny because, you know, then somebody else hired me for three forty-five, so I left. <laughs> <laughs> I but, you know, that. it's like I've been working, so I know I have to, I know what I have to do. Yeah, the hustle. You just got to go the do hustle. it. Listen, money is is going to come and go. Money is going to come as much as you seek it. And it's going to go as fast as quickly as it comes and goes. I have an average of probably three to four hundred dollars mm-hmm. per minute that mm-hmm. I can spend. Oh, it's so good if you give me a mouse. But you know, sure. it, it's like you have to think That's about why Amazon it. Amazon is where it is yeah, right now. <laughs> you cannot think about money and think like it's I compare be more it. Than I that. compare it to when manna came from the sky mm-hmm. and and the Bible talks about it, and people started stowing it away, mm-hmm. and then it all rottened. Mm-hmm. So when you get your money in your hands and you're thinking about investing it in courses, because mm-hmm. it's an investment, it's mm-hmm. not an expense. I wasn't thinking about the money as in, oh, uh, $3,000 that I can pay. Yeah, I pay the rent with this month with that, and then next month what? So mm-hmm. I invested it. Mm-hmm. So that was from the wings. Mm-hmm. I had 30 days to get the rest because, you know, the rest is coming out automatically. Sure. So I signed up. Oh, and then my grandbaby was born that day. Oh, yes. I yes. did that while I was waiting for my grandbaby to be born. And he, I signed up and then he was born. 
it was like a sign of new birth, yes. of, of, of something new that was coming. And I knew yes. I was ready. So I said, okay, what do I have to do? I started doing offers and I started doing like flash sale. We spoke about sure, the flash sales sure. mm -hmm. uh, that they really don't work. No, they don't. They don't. They really <laughs> they don't. 24 hour flash sales they don't, don't work. work. Now, uh, I didn't time. sell anything. And work. then I had people, you know, anyways, that didn't make the money. Sure. I didn't get the money from my sessions. Sure. I kept on every day showing up to my little office and mm -hmm. doing what I had to do. To get to, so I check emails. You do everything you have to do in your studio, just as if you had it booked it fully every single day. Show up, that's it, mm -hmm. and do what you have to do. If you had a big busy studio, mm -hmm. and you just keep getting, you know, the money in it. Now, how did I get the other half? <laughs> is interesting. I got an email because when I was homeless, I had to find ways of making money, sure. and I went one time to a plasma center. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know what that is, it's to donate blood. Yeah. You donate your plasma. So they basically take plasma out your- Plasma blood? Yeah. They take out your blood. Why do they say plasma? Why don't they just say blood? Because they take out your blood, they keep the plasma, and they return the blood to you. Oh, what's the plasma? It comes from the blood. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. It, I it took, it, I'm it only took, a receiver of the blood. Yes, I cannot you are. donate. And I'm so happy that I'm doing this. And, and you actually getting the exclusive because I've never told this story to anyone. Yes. Not even my mom. So she's going to hear you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, but I had to go to the plasma center once just to eat. Can you believe that? Just to eat. Just to eat. They give you food when you donate. No, they give you money. You buy food. Oh, I see. So you had to go to the center to donate mm -hmm. blood to get food to eat. Mm -hmm. Got it. So I did that. Okay. My husband did it too. Okay. We both. We did, were we able did to what do your we children? Did. I would have brought the we, whole family. No, children oh. are not. No, you have. There's a whole. You have to qualify. Oh, I there's can't whole, donate it, blood. It, it's not like donating blood that you just no. It well, I don't know how. Obviously, they check. It's a whole process. Yeah. Like it's a whole physical check because yes. remember this is being. You know, yes. donate to people like you. So it has well, to be yes. very healthy people. Yes. And that's, uh, as as somebody who is has received, I think I've had uh, four or five blood transfusions because I don't keep my iron or my blood. Someone like me is depends on people like you. So when you told me that, I actually got really emotional because I, I, I thought would, of you almost every time. Yeah, I would not <laughs> be sitting here if it wasn't for my blood donors. Mm -hmm. And I had I was calculating the insurance bill the other day. Well, I was calculating insurance the other day and it it costs $250,000 to keep me alive every year. Thankfully, wow. I have insurance, but I added it up cuz I'd gotten a bill and I was looking at the raw numbers for my my blood and iron. And on wow. a typical year, the minimum to keep me going is $250,000. Thank God I have insurance. But I am dependent on blood donors and IV infusions to live. If yeah. that were to stop, I'd probably be dead in a year and a half. You know, So it's like someone like me, when you said that, and I didn't know that, I don't look at it as, I can't believe you did that. I look at it as, thank you so much for people like me and around the world who need, I'm glad that you were homeless because we needed your blood. I'm glad to. Yeah. I'm glad to. Yeah. And, and, and you know what, every, you say that when I, when I told you, you got emotional, but every time I was in that chair, I was thinking about you almost yeah. every time, because I was like, this is what Anna goes to. Yeah. Like, I don't have to be there, but you have to, Correct. you know, you have to be so 
I had remembered that when I was homeless, I did that once. And I said, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> that was horrible. Oh, my gosh. Because you're sitting there for like yeah. however long your plasma takes to come out. Mm. I have a very fast metabolism. Mm -hmm. So it takes me 30 minutes. Everybody hates me because it takes everybody an hour. Mm. So um, I became quite famous here. <laughs> <laughs> I love because that. I will go in 30 minutes, I'm out. And uh, they said, would you come this month? I got an email from them. Would you come this month twice a week? And at the end of the month, you'll have $1,000. And I said, no way. And I went over there and I said, is it true that you guys are doing a bonus? Yeah, a lot of people are not showing up to donate. So we had to attract people. You get $1,000 by the end. I'll do it. And then you get an extra 200 of you. That's, but I, she was trying to give me bonuses. But then once you're done, because it's 10 sessions. Mm, wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. I can't even. Con I can't but even if you really want that. it, mm -hmm. you want it. Do you feel like you, you were fatigued after this? No, because I didn't just donate plasma. I ate only um, healthy. Mm. I take you care of myself. running at this time. I'm a runner. You? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was running. Yeah. I was, you know, doing all that stuff. Gosh, I can't. I, I, I. I can't. So I, someone like me, I can't even conceive of not having or giving up that much blood. Every time they I do mean, like a blood test, I'm I like, I need recommend, that <laughs> I wouldn't recommend or encourage yeah. people to do it for the money. When I did it, yes, I did it because I had something that was being compensated at the end, but I also did it eating healthy, taking care of myself sure, and sure. being a good donating person. Yeah, a little disclaimer So if there. it's not for you, it's very important that you look into this. If you suffer from anemia or any other stuff, please sure. look into that. So, no, I'm glad you're saying that yeah. disclaimer. Talk to your doctor, get it checked out yeah, because, because it's serious stuff. It is. If you, if you have issues, you can pass out. And they yeah. tell you, and there's a whole training they do. Oh, so, but you I wanted just to clarify walk in just in and case. hook up yeah. to an IME or so something. So that's how I got the other half. Yeah. Wow. So I did what I had to do. Sure. I gave discounts. Sometimes people will say, hey, I really can't afford your prices, so I'm going to go ahead and pass. Mm -hmm. And I would wait, you know, I'm not right mm -hmm. away, but I would wait and be like, hey, uh, oh, I'm so sad to hear that. Well, if you tell me your budget, maybe I can work something out with you. Sure. I wouldn't do this with everybody. I do this with certain people that I have already worked with and I sure. knew I needed the extra cash flow. They need a photographer. I, I feel it's okay. If you're comfortable doing it, that's something that I would do. Sure. Um, well, I don't think there's, I think there's nothing wrong with doing that. And mm, lots of businesses do it. Yeah. Sometimes I've gone to establishments and I'm like, mm, no, I don't want okay to spend that. Be They'll be like, sometimes. Mm, what do you want to spend? Yeah. That? Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. And then I did that, and then I, and then I I paid for the second part came out automatically. I didn't have to do nothing, um, and then, <laughs> but I was nervous at that point. I was nervous. Mm -hmm. Now at that point, I entered something, and this is something I learned from that book that I mentioned earlier, the science of getting rich. Mm -hmm. That I stepped out of my competitive field. Mm -hmm. I stepped out of that. I'm not competing anymore. I'm not competing with anyone else or my, or myself. Like I'm not putting myself into any um, deadlines or I'm, I'm going to be kind to myself. Good. So I'm being kind to myself throughout this whole time and making sure that I know that I'm doing everything that I have to do mm -hmm. to get to the next level. Sure. So now I start manifesting the right client. Mm. And I got the right client almost immediately, which I thought that second payment was really going to throw me off. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got that right client. And after, this is my first big sale 
after closing the studio. Like I've had good sales, but this bigger, this is a big sale. For me, a big sale is like 15, you Mm -hmm. know, or I'm talking about product, not session. If you like product after they're looking at the session, I do IPS and I've been doing Zoom IPS. Wow, I love because it. I have not been able to be driving back to their house. Sure. Plus, you know, COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. I live in Florida. Everything's 20 to 30 minutes away. <laughs> yes, they said <laughs> that to me last month when I was there. I kept asking, how far is this? They're like, Anna, this is Florida. Everything is 20 to 30 minutes away. So I've been doing Zoom IPS. Mm-hmm. So I share my screen. I control everything. They tell me as I slide. It's a little bit, you know, as I slide through them, they have to. It's a little bit more patience, but mm-hmm. my clients love it. Yes. They're comfortable at home and they're yes. spending more. I love that. So love that, that kind of just open kind of. That's good for a lot of people that are using the excuse. If you don't know what IPS is, it's in-person sales. Yes. You know, with COVID, we handle almost everything remotely now. And people think because of that, how can you make any money? But you can. You can. Absolutely. You just you have can. to... Uh, have patience with yourself. Sure. Be kind to yourself. Sure. You know, we we get caught up on this whole professional, mm-hmm. always being professional. We're humans. Sure. We're moms. We're daughters. We're sisters. We have family. We have a life, mm-hmm. you know, and um, maybe not everybody can build wings. Maybe not everybody can donate plasma, but maybe mm-hmm. you can do headbands. Maybe you can mm-hmm. clean houses. Maybe you can, mm-hmm. I don't know, wash cars. Mm-hmm. Anything. Well, and I think a lot of it is people's ego gets in the way, right? And I tell my children, I don't, I don't have an ego. So if it all goes down, I'm, 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 I'll go work at Seven Eleven if I have to. But, exactly. Um, who, like, who cares? Who cares? Like, who cares how you feed your family? Well, and I think we should all be a little bit more kind and forgiving yes, of each other. With each other, appreciate the hustle. Appreciate yeah. the hustle because um, the hustle is very real. I mean, nobody got there. If you listen to any any creator or innovator or entrepreneur, it wasn't all just handed to them. No. It's a lot of blood, sweat, tears, depths of despair. You kind of have to lose it all to gain, you know, everything. You, you kind of have to lose it, yeah, to gain it. You have to declare it, it. You have to manifest yeah. it. And you have to decide... I'm going to choose the life that I want to live. That doesn't mean that things aren't going to happen to you that just suck. Go back to that word. You know, I've declared a lot of things in my life and there are some things that just suck. But it doesn't it doesn't sway me from my journey that I want to go. So to wrap up this podcast cuz we've been running a good amount of time. If you're still listening, if you have to pause and come back, that's fine. But if, if you decided to hang out and continue all the way, I always wonder with the students, I was, I was always so worried to go into interview because it's going to take a while, right? If I'm just yeah. talking by myself, I can wrap this up in 15, 20 minutes and get my message across. But when you're interviewing the students, it's good. It's a good hour or so. And I was hesitant to do it last time. And the students were like, these are kids. All the podcasts we listen to are an hour to an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. You talk to adults. We're so impatient. We're like, I got 15 minutes. What do you got? Give me the message. Tell me how I get from bottom down to all the way up. (laughs) Just give me the fast food. Give me the success, right? We're so impatient. We want this all the time. And I'm finding that our kids are more patient than we are. Yeah, they are. You know, when I'm like, tell me, tell me the end of the movie. They're like, mom, watch the whole movie. You know, Mm -hmm. I want to- Get me a pen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you? 
Yeah, yeah. Like, or if Olivia's watching a series and she gets on these series and she watches the whole thing, right? I want to tell her the end. She's like, you don't need to. I'm going to watch it and I'm going to watch 15 series and enjoy it. Um, I feel like we as adults have become way more impatient. We want instant everything and I think it's hurting yeah. us. Um, I'm very proud of you from Thank one you. Puerto Rican mama to another. Oh my God. Thank you. You know, whether you're Black, white, green, blue, you know, it, it, I'm sure there's blue people out there somewhere. <laughs> um, we all are striving to be bigger, better yes. versions of ourselves. Absolutely. And it's something that is a process. I'm a completely different person than I was a year ago. Absolutely. You know, too, yeah. and I'm a completely different person than my 19 year old self or my 25 year old self. Um, and I'm sure I'll say the same 10 years from now. Right. Um, if you had to leave people with, with some tidbit of advice, cause you're going to leave here and you're going to go on to continuing building your career and raising your children. And you're going to start training. She's going to be training in Spanish and in English. She's going to be starting with maternity See. because she's very good <laughs> at maternity outside. I think you're starting with that, but you'll be offering many different courses. Um, you'll have my guidance and mentorship along the way. Um, for those who are listening, understand the audience is very wide. It's young to all the way up, every country in the world. Um, many different languages and, and religions. Not everybody, you know, believes in the same God you do. Some people don't believe in any God. Um, so talking from just a general tidbit of advice or something you want to say and leave behind, what would it be? No pressure. <laughs> oh, no, no worry. I would say that if you are unhappy in the place that you are right now, you have to take action. Action and move into the right place. Be in it. the right business. Get in the right business. If you are not happy right now as a newborn photographer, as a maternity photographer, or you're not there and you want to get there, do what you have to do to get there. How do you do that? You show up to work tomorrow just as if you had that position. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Write it down. Declare it. Declare it, believe it, and just trust. Trust and believe knowing that it is going to happen. Mm -hmm. Because when you wake up in the morning, you're not questioning the sun will rise. It will rise. Mm -hmm. So will you. So will you. Ooh, good job. That was a good way to end it. Wow, that was wonderful. And we didn't even say that I manifested being in the podcast. Oh, we didn't even say that. <laughs> we'll end with that. That okay, so she's I'll tell you how this happened real quick before we sign off. Yesterday, uh, you think I talk fast. You should spend a day with her. You talk 10 times faster than I do. Um, so she was just going 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 and she's just telling me how she got here cuz the first thing you said was like, I got to tell you how I got here. It's like the, one of the first things you said, I'll tell you later at lunch. And I was like, wait, the whole morning I'm like I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. And then you start telling me, and I'm like, you got to stop talking right now. Alex, get in here. Because we have a bunch of topics coming up for the podcast, but unless it's sitting with me, I don't want to do it. So Alex is always like, and Anna, Monday Drop is coming. You're you're going to North Carolina to teach. Not a lot of time to record a podcast. What's happening here? So he'll, he'll start like Monday, right? 
And then Tuesday comes and then Wednesday comes and then Thursday. He's like, so that podcast topic, Anna. And I'm like, yeah, I am on it. <laughs> Friday comes and I just look at Alex. And I'm like, I know what he's going to say. If I just keep changing the subject, he won't bring up this podcast. Right. And so when you're talking all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, she's my Alex wants guests. She's my next <laughs> guest. And I, I tell Alex and then I come back in and you say, I manifested this morning. I'm going to talk to Anna Brandt about being in her podcast. <laughs> and I was already manifesting that all the way from Florida because when I do my morning power walks, there's two people that I listen to, Anna Brandt and Jasmine Starr. <laughs> no <laughs> Jasmine, Jasmine's fantastic to listen to. She's fantastic. But yeah, it's, it's like, you know, it's on Why point. did you want to be on the podcast? I wanted to reach out to the Hispanic community. Mm. I want, and I know that I'm speaking in English right now. It's not going to reach them if sure. they don't speak English. But sure. I want it to be, uh, I want to be available for my Spanish speakers. Mm -hmm. I get it every time. I'm a, when I when you come to Florida and I assist you in the mm -hmm, workshops mm -hmm. or when we go to Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. you know. There's always the Brazilians too. Oh, the, the Brazilians. I translate multiple languages, <laughs> although I only speak Spanish. I know. <laughs> it's okay. My sister did the same when in, we went to Brazil. Un, um, muito obrigado. That's all I know. <laughs> I have like three Portuguese words. I dragged my sister to Brazil and she's like, um, I don't speak Portuguese. By like day two, she's like, I guess I'm speaking Portuguese. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's a, it was a pretty easy transition. But yeah, Florida is always the Brazilians. They, they come from all over in Florida. Yeah. Um, well, and you'll be working on your own podcast as well. I was sharing a timeline earlier. What did I say? 2017, I started my podcast by myself. I didn't have Alex. Probably wasn't any good. I think I've deleted my earlier ones. Um, you don't need all the fancy equipment and you, you don't, don't need, need 20 beds. You just need two beds to start. You don't beds. need 20 beds. You don't need all those I was going to say one. You mean props. Props, yeah. You've you lost me for a second. Because yeah. we get wrapped up on that too. Sure, sure. I started with a used camera from eBay. That was it. I had nothing else. And people want the camera bags and they want the light and they want the studio. You know, YouTube, I started with a flip cam, you know, and my maternity, you know, my very first uh, maternity was... The, the clothing was two things. The lingerie from my honeymoon that I don't think I wore. So I was pretty much in sweats once you get married. You, you buy all this cute stuff and then you're like, I'm not wearing this. <laughs> um, and my bed sheet. <laughs> Took off the bed sheet. And that's, I wrapped a woman in the bed sheet. Yeah, that was it. That's how I started maternity. My newborn, you know, my first prop for my newborn was, oh God, I bought a, a basket. Oh, yeah. A laundry basket. And you bought cotton socks. Cotton. You're right. Yes. From the hair place yeah, and where you, you buy in a box. <laughs> yeah. Good memory. Yeah. Good memory. And I filled that basket. I've been basket. only listening to you for years. <laughs> and yeah. I remember the baby was naked and it looked like in a cloud. Yeah. I was so proud of that image. And I remember that I had blown it out a little bit, so I called it like high key, but I didn't even have lights, so it was just an overexposed image. And, and my first my first little girl image, oh my gosh, they were friends of ours, and she's like in college now. Um, go if I could remember her name. And she's wearing the same nightie from my honeymoon that I didn't wear, and I clipped it in the back, and she has blonde hair, and I put her hair up, and I used my bed sheet as a background. 
And I blew it out. And it's, <laughs> I know I have it in storage somewhere. And it's white. And I printed it myself. So, you know, trying to recover the blacks and the grays in the developing tank. But it's very high key. And that was like my signature image for so long. It was so overexposed. Um, but yeah, it's 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 bit by bit. And then you, I, I can laugh back now. I'm sure one day I'll dig out all these photos and just be like, oh my God, I have them. Because it was film and I didn't throw away any of my negatives. So one day when I'm long gone, I'm sure my kids will be like, <laughs> <laughs> look at my mom's work. Wow. Wow. But that's fine. I appreciate you taking the time and you're Thank catching you. a flight tonight Thank you. back to Florida. I hope you have a glass of wine at the airport and revel in the fact that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're living your life's purpose. Thank you. And appreciate the fact that you have done what you say you're going to do and will continue doing it. And your kids will be able to look at their mother. Oh my gosh. And say how proud they are. Amen. And I wish you safe travels. My name is Anna Brandt. Thanks for listening. Did you like this podcast? We would love it if you gave my mom a kind review and reach out to her. To learn more about Anna, visit AnnaBrant.com. You can find out about her education opportunities at AnnaBrantEducation.com.